astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. In um, lieu of Halloween season, yes. we are going to kind of change up our tone today. We did this last year where we kind of did a spooky episode where we talked about maybe the darker side of the work that we do with astrology. With, actually, we focused on feng shui last yes, year. it was feng shui. And we told yeah, we some kind spooky... Of, kind of spooky feng shui stories we did tell last year. Yeah, so if you um, enjoyed this episode and you're thinking, I want more spooky stories, if you haven't listened to our episode um, from last year, we do talk about personal experiences uh, with feng shui and maybe just some situations that kind of creeped us out. Definitely, <laughs> definitely creeped us out and yeah. creep people out when they hear it. Yeah. Um, but today we are going to be looking at the charts of serial killers. Serial killers. Ooh. So I know crime podcasts and crime documentaries feel like they're at an all-time high. I do too. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly. And so we're going to switch gears a little bit and we're going to look at their natal charts and just give some insight as to maybe what uh, planetary aspects they have that led to who they what were, were the indicators? What yeah. were the indicators? I mean, um, shall we start? Our first Let's one, start, John yeah. Gotti. Yep. Uh, John Gotti, crime lord, mm-hmm. uh, godfather, obviously very flashy guy. So you look at his chart going, well, okay, what if you had this chart in front of you and you didn't know anything? What kind of things might you say? Yeah. And um, one of the big things here is, um, again, this is astrology talk. Pluto and Chiron sit... Uh, together in Leo very strongly in his chart and that is a one clue mm-hmm. uh, right there I would say it's oftentimes related to abuse or loss of control which now we know he John had a lot of control okay yeah. so it's it flip-flops and that's the interesting side right it's the extremes it's the extremes either someone has a lot of control or they have no control and they're being victimized well we kind of know how he played that story out um, and because so, it's in Leo it could relate to more power or yeah. more control because yeah. of it sitting in Leo and not maybe like a water sign. Exactly. And Leo is showing off and he was known for how he dressed and his sense of style. And, you know, he kind of, the sidewalk parted ways when he went down it, you know, walked down the street because people were like in awe of him. Well, I think that's that he has his son sitting on his midheaven in yeah. Scorpio. I think that would be a good indicator if he wants to be seen. Yeah. So he wasn't hiding. He, he might have been hiding, hiding in plain sight. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is, you know, he's got um, uh, eight feminine planets and only two masculine. This is something we've always enjoyed sharing with charts when we see it is oftentimes you, what you think, it's just the opposite. If a guy only has two masculine, they're, mean, they're going to be ultra ma- masculine. Right. They're going to prove they're a man. They're going to step up to the plate. So, and that's clearly... Yeah, it can be like an idea of overcompensating. So when we're thinking 10 planets, an equal balance would be five masculine, five feminine. Uh, we see a lot of charts six and four or four and six. But yeah. when someone has with when someone that identifies as male has eight feminine planets, we're saying he's over 
boosting or being overconfident to kind of make up all that feminine yeah. um, energy in the chart. So right. it can be a little cocky even when we mm. see that. Absolutely. Especially with all these other aspects that he has. You know, and he and he's a Scorpio. Well, how appropriate to be talking around <laughs> Halloween here about a Scorpio. But, you know, he's, he's a four-degree Scorpio. And that's very interesting because that degree can be associated with people that embrace the morbid mm-hmm. or embrace... Like they like scary things. Now, so there's a lot of, I mean, policemen can be in this category, obviously. Undertakers could be in this category. There's lots of businesses that put focus on that arena. Um, but for him, it's quite literal. It's shoot, shooting, killing people and, and not doing it in any and, nice way. If that's, yeah. even, that's, I don't think that's crazy to say it that way, but it sounds like a torturous way. Yeah. And are you talking about Scorpio or, or four degrees of Scorpio? I'm talking about four degrees yep. Scorpio. Okay, just yeah. to clear. Just so, yes, <laughs> exactly. It's not all Scorpios. <laughs> okay, yeah, four degrees Scorpio. So four degrees Scorpio. Were... It, it brings an interest in those areas. And, you know, oftentimes when I have a client that has a four degree Scorpio, I ask them, do you like scary movies? Oh, yeah, I love going to scary movies, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing about this is even, like, actors that have this degree have mm-hmm. a tendency to play more scary roles oh yes yes yeah disgusting sometimes disgusting yeah characters that we might think and the other thing about this degree just we're just talking about his sun degree still that four or five degrees scorpio mm-hmm. that five degrees gives him a lot of resistance yeah so we talk about like those boulders that sit on the beach and mm-hmm. how the waves come up and crash against them and that boulder doesn't move yeah where and so in his case you know in some people's case, the first time that they got in trouble, they were like, shut it down. Okay, oh, guys, yeah. we're going to get caught. Right. Let's shut it down. And someone with that degree in their chart might continue to do the same thing over and over and oh, not really yeah. get that hint like, this isn't working or this isn't going to be successful. Right. Right. No, they dig they, in. Yeah. There's a stubbornness that comes with that. Yeah. And then that Pluto Chiron that you talked about is squaring that sun midheaven. So, mm-hmm. you know, Pluto makes people compatible with power, with yeah. money, with right. secrets. And then having that square come in, very powerful. And Pluto Mars quite literally is, uh, can be easily associated with torture and, you know, extreme uh, upsetting image, imagery. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That, that's John Gotti. So again, I have to be honest, Kate, if I was doing this guy's chart and knew it was a guy, you know, I would, I wouldn't say, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're a mafia guy. I wouldn't have gone to that point, but you know, you put together, oh, you like power. Mm-hmm. You like to be seen. You've got a strong ego here and you have this ability to look at things that are disgusting, that scare people and you hang in there. And one other thing that we didn't even say is mm-hmm. he has Jupiter and Saturn mm-hmm. conjunct um, in the fourth house opposing that sun midheaven. Mm-hmm. Jupiter and t- Saturn together is usually very successful. Yeah, they and are. That's true. Jupiter expands. So it's like expanding that reputation, which mm-hmm. so yeah. I would think you're well known. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. You will be well known if you're not already. Yes. Right. It's in the, it's the contract. We're talking about the person's contract. Something interesting before, I don't know if I should talk about it now or once we get through a couple more of these charts, but what I found very interesting is there was a lot of Scorpio in all of the five charts that we're going to talk about yeah, today. Yeah. Um, I think two and of these them... these were picked very random. So random. Um, two of them actually have stelliums in Scorpio, which means there's mm-hmm. four or more planets sitting there. Mm-hmm. But they all have very strong Venuses. And yeah, that if is... You're, 
if you're new to astrology, the Scorpio thing might make sense. And it's right. not just go around saying, oh, every Scorpio is more likely to be. Right. Because they yeah. don't all have Scorpio suns. But the the fact that their Venus was amplified, and mm-hmm. I think four out of the five charts, it starts making you think, is that why these are the serial killers that have been essentially glorified? These are the ones that yes. have been chosen to have docu- Netflix documentaries about them or books written on them. And we know that there's tons of killers out there, but some of their stories aren't as... <laughs> I, I don't know what's the word. What's the yes. word? It's not like aesthetically pleasing like because it's not beautiful. It's It's horrible. Right. But their stories are in such a way that they're captivating. Yes, there has to be some, and I, I hesitate to use the word charm, right. but that yeah. is what it is. It catches the imagination of the public, and to the point that it's some entertainment right. aspect about it. Oh, let's watch a, you know, a documentary about this person. You know, there's something weird. And again, yeah. you notice this. I did not notice it, you know, so I give you kudos there for catching this. Venus. Now, there's another side of this. When someone has a strong Venus, I always say this to them, even everyone. Yeah. I said, oh, you have a high consciousness of blood. True. That's true. So I do say that to clients. Right. So or if they're under Venus very strong... is the veins, and, and, yeah. and here we go with serial killers. Well, I'm sure blood is a major problem That's true. <laughs> for, for serial killers of, you know, or interest in it, or know how, knowing how to dis, discard to, of it, to deal or, with it, or to whatever. There's whole issues there. I do think that also makes them more dangerous because of that strong Venus. Yeah, they can be like maybe people that you're not scared of when you right. see them. Yeah, you or, sit next to them, you talk to them. Yeah, even when you know, like John Gotti walks down the street and you're trying to get his autograph. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Kind of, it's like. Venus. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, let's switch to somebody else. Okay. So let's talk about Charles Manson. Ooh. I remember that. Yeah. That was big news at the time. So Charles Manson is a Scorpio son, and he has a stellium in Scorpio. So he has sun, Venus, almost at the same degree, Mm -hmm. Jupiter, uh, Mercury. Yeah. And there's that energy of, and again, I, I may be off on my facts here, but, you know, he had the women do a lot of the killing. Okay. Right. Again, so it's a very interesting. That could be that Venus on the sun. Uh, in his case, he used women uh, to do some of the things. Yeah. And he held this kind of power over them. Um, and he wasn't kind of a schemer, I su- suspect. Yeah. He also has high feminine planets, seven feminine, three yeah. masculine. Yeah, so. felt like he had a lot to prove there, yes. evidently. Yes. Um, a couple of things. He has some many squares in his chart. So that means that the planets are hitting each other at a 90 degree angle because of how many he has. We actually call this, um, a grand Grand cross. cross. Yeah. Grand cross. Now that is usually someone who's very determined. I mean, you cannot sway them. Uh, and they generally have a lot of power, power in their words, power in their actions. And I mean, this was a crazy story when it broke. For the times, this was just unheard of, this and, type of yeah. demonic behavior. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, that Grand Cross is in the fixed signs. Is that correct? Uh, you're putting me on the spot Oh, here. okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay. I was just thinking Scorpio, Aquarius. Uh, I guess some of them don't fall into it when we call it Pluto in. Okay, mm-hmm. never mind. Okay. I was just thinking that could make, that intensity could even be sharper oh, when it, it's all saying. fixed signs yeah, as yes. well. Right. 
when we look at just his sun degree, so mm-hmm. that 19 degrees of Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> this can also be um, an intense one. But you know what? The, the light side of this was, you know, he, he really was the poster child, shall we say, for communal living. This was, this was such a wild, crazy, hippie idea that everyone's just going to live together, both sexes. And, and this is alternative lifestyles. Yeah. So he, he was a poster boy for, oh, you don't have to live in suburbia and marry one woman. You can just have a harem here, and we all can live somewhere out in the desert, so to speak. So that was very interesting. Yeah. His son one son degree is also about knowing how to put forth an image or an act, and it could give him also like a multitude of different interests, so arts, music, psychology. So, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I I agree. He was pretty scary looking, just yeah. his pictures. But clearly, if he was luring all these people in and getting people to follow him, that mm-hmm. he must have had some swag or something with the way that he spoke or the way that he put up, put forward this this front. Yeah, well, he, he kind of came across as some guru of some sort, you right. know, enlightened person. I mean... Not to the average pub person, but he obviously had some real swaying abilities. And the other thing is, you know, he's got that uh, sun at 19 degrees. And again, I'm not bad-mouthing 19 degrees in astrology, but 19 degrees is oftentimes associated with... Uh, it's actually been t- noticed that in a lot of bombs, when bombs go off and terrorist type of activities, 19 degrees seems to be playing very important hmm. role. So 19 is someone who can be explosive, Okay. Or can plot explosive events. Interesting. So that is, again, that could that could be someone who's you're working with that always pulls it out the last minute, put a lot of pressure around someone, and they pull it out. So, again, it's not always in this dark side, but when we put his Neptune-Mars conjunction that he has in Scorpio, Neptune-Mars oftentimes is one of... Uh, compartmentalizing, having a lot of different, uh, I'm sorry, Virgo, Virgo, yeah. Virgo, not Scorpio, excuse me. Um, but even more so for compartmentalizing. Yeah, more <laughs> for compartmentalizing. But it oftentimes can be a scary degree. It can be a thing of what's true and what's not true. Yeah. It, it has associations with a lot of addictions as well. He also, I mean, it's a wide orb, but Pluto opposes this, the moon by eight degrees, which yeah. we probably wouldn't look at that if the moon wasn't involved, but the moon's like a marshmallow. So it is easily influenced. Um, and Pluto moon can give, I don't know what his relationship was like with his mom, but it would suggest that there was probably oh, a hard yeah. relationship there. Yeah, there were some there. challenges there. Exactly. Um, or not feeling loved around the home and exposed to very scary ideas or maybe a lot of trauma at a young age. Absolutely. So, you know, there's Charles Manson. I mean, again, uh, our theme is serial killers, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, people that kind of make us scared when we think that those people are out there and amongst us sometimes. But I can't think of too many people scarier than our next one. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where should we start with him? So switching gears, he is a Gemini. Mm-hmm. He does not have any sort of stelliums, and he has very, very little Scorpio in his chart. Okay. So very different than, mm-hmm. um, but he does have um, some other prominent placements. I think in he's his got chart. that sun at zero degrees Gemini, which that does mean we've always said this about zero degrees Gemini. Um, it gives you duality. Yep. You can be one thing, and he was, you know, he was uh, worked in a chocolate factory. 
I'm like, you my, know? Pa- my partner has that zero degree Gemini. It's the same birthday now that I'm looking at <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, oh God. But that just goes to our point that just because you have this yes. birth date or you share that same degree, there are higher and lower octaves of all of them. <laughs> yeah, but we do, we're just talking about 19 degrees. And you'll notice I didn't say 19 degrees of Scorpio, 19 degrees of this or that. I'm just saying 19 degrees. Okay, for 19 the last degrees, chart, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he has his moon at 19 Aries and his ascendant oh, at 19 Libra. So 19 is very strong over That's the true. top in Jeffrey Dahmer. So we have that explosive energy, again, that we're speaking about. and uh, On you top know, of the zero degree Gemini sun. Right. I'm sure that's what led him to be able to, I hate to say, get away with for decades what he was doing. Well, because it allows you to straddle those two worlds, like I'll just use my partner as an example since it's the exact same birthday, right? But He'll so appreciate you bringing him yeah, into this I know. conversation. Yeah, I don't think he... <laughs> but he can dress kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. He can dress... He likes to dress in a lot of textures, a lot of fun colors. And then he works for like an ultra conservative, high-end luxury mm-hmm. car brand. Right. So again, people, you know, when he's out in public and then he says where they work, they're always surprised. Like, oh, oh, like you're someone because he comes off kind of a little bit more um, unique in his clothing. Fun, fun, fun definitely yeah. fun. So Jeffrey has that ability where, you know, he can, he can have that whole other life that people don't know about and be very forward acting in right. the position that people see him in. I think the biggest signal that I would feel uncomfortable if, if he was, if I was looking at the chart, talking to the person, maybe over the phone, not seeing their reaction, but that he has Pluto in the 11th, mm-hmm. but he also has Uranus right there, kind of, it's questionable. It's, it's straddling the 10th and the 11th house. Right. And those two together are the, considered the bad boys. So you think of it, when you get one kind of bad boy, okay, that's manageable. But when they meet up with another bad boy, and again, I'm talking very symbolically here, that's where trouble begins. Mm-hmm. You start hanging out with the wrong crowd, someone who takes you further into a world that is not good. And that is associated with being a black sheep. Yeah. That, and again, that's kind of old school astrology. But when we get those two together, close together, in, in the exact same sign, conjunct, or in this case, in the 11th house, it really brings out what we call anti-social behaviors. Well, I can't think of anything more antisocial than, than killing 15 people and, yeah, you know, and, uh, that's all he was, that, that's what he was charged with, at least maybe more. Yeah. He also has Chiron opposing, opposing Pluto, which we talked about in the, the first chart. So yeah. again, just very compatible with dark storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You understand a therapist could have this in their chart and yeah. they listen to these stories of their clients and help them work it through, right? We can go into anyone in law enforcement, anyone in hospitals, emergency rooms. So there's a lot of clean, uh, clean ways to live this energy out. Yeah. I was just going to say the people probably that were taking notes about this or investigating this probably had Pluto guy wrong. Oh yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's a hard part when you see a chart because you don't you don't know, like, are they living it out on the highest octave? Like, they are out there trying to find these people, and they're hearing, they're helping people by hearing their stories, or are they the actual right. doers? So then you have to look at other aspects of the chart. You can't just assume, based on one position, that 
yeah. that's how we, they're. You know, I think when, when I started out in astrology, that's what I how I think everyone thinks that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that means that. Like this one, one translation. Yeah. Uh, and there isn't. You have to kind of, on some level, um, lay out what it means to the client in a consultation and um, see if they relate to it at that level. And then if they say, oh, no, I don't relate to it. Well, how about this level? You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know, you, you can then move around a little bit with it and let them see the full scope. Yep. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is John Wayne Gracie. Gacy, yeah. Gacy. Is this mm-hmm. the one that you said was in? Yeah, he, he actually lived in my hometown. Okay. Uh, you know, again, I hate to say it, those years, I mean, in theory, he, he ran, he was the manager of a fast food restaurant. So a lot of teens had first jobs working under this guy. Can you believe that? Wow. And um, that's, that's a terrible thing. He, his chart, oh my gosh, he was chart, <laughs> convicted of 33 murders. That was in 1980. And, um, yeah, so anyhow, I, I always think about that. Oh, my God, you know, it could have been the one to go to, to work yeah. in this fast food restaurant. And, you know, yeah. oh, my gosh, terrible, yeah. terrible. And he also has the Pluto Chiron. I know, in so Leo. very, um, you know, very challenging that we're seeing that again. And it's interesting because none of these people are born the same year. So this isn't like a a slow conjunction that everyone shares. We have a 1940 birthday. We have Mm -hmm. a 1960. So the birth years are all over the place. So it is interesting that. That's a good point to make. Yeah. That uh, they do all share that. The interesting thing about his John's chart is he had, he's a new moon baby. So meaning his son and his moon were very close, you know, in conjunction when he was born. And that can make someone very secretive. Very secretive. And secretive or appear to be secretive. There's usually a lot of mystery behind them. So people kind of, they want to ask questions because they might come off like they're not telling the whole story. That's right. Yeah. I I, I seem to attract a lot of clients with uh, Born at the Dark of the Moon. Mm -hmm. And they're interesting people. They oftentimes have a charisma about them. And I do say that people want to know. They want to come up next to you and go, how do you do this? Or where are you from? Or what, what happened in your life? You know, they want to hear their story. Cause, and again, it's not that they walk around knowing that I'm, I'm lying. I'm, I'm, this is all a facade. Right. But it does come across that way. So here, John Wayne Gacy, you know, dark of the moon guy. In I, Pisces. In Pisces. In the fourth house of home. And, and <laughs> of all the, of all the people we talk about, he stored these bodies in his home in some crawl space yeah so you think about pisces because pisces is like dissolvement or disappearing or things yeah. at distance i you know and so then in the fourth house of he home, made people disappear well in he his did home. in his home i assume he lured them into the home and then then they disappeared yep stuffed yep. in some crawl space i mean again very neptunian storyline if you if you know the bones of astrology you'll see oh my god the symbolism that is there well and it's that new moon conjunction is opposed uh, neptune opposes that conjunction yeah. so oh, it makes yeah. it he even was stronger smoke and mirrors yeah uh, truly yeah. and again with a very strong mars i mean generally i would say any serial killer needs to have a pretty strong mars because Mars is whatever weapon you're using or the show of force that you use has to be very overt and his sits on an angle. And again, not to be dismissed. Planets on the angles, the 1st, the 4th, the 7th, and the 10th house are particularly strong. 
even Mars in Gemini, because Mars is action and Gemini rules, like the hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we might say, oh, you're really good with your hands. You oh, might be good compatible with tools. tools. You're good with tools. I mean, how many hairdressers have I seen? Yeah. They have a strong Mars. Why? Because they carry a si- they, they work with the scissors. Yeah. sharp points. Right? Yeah. So, again, it, it has many a wide variety. But in the spirit of Halloween, we thought we'd go to the dark side a little yeah. bit about <laughs> where in hindsight would you say, wow, how did this happen? Okay, the last one, right? The last one we're going to talk about is um, Ted Bundy. Yeah, we thought it was cute because when you, we opened up, you said, oh, who's, who's the attractive one? And I go, what? <laughs> who's the attractive one? And I had no idea, but yeah, Ted Bundy sure was. Ted Bundy was played up on his looks and that he would, like he had a thing where he would like sit by his car hmm. and like he couldn't get it running or something and like people would offer to help him. Oh. And the whole, like just the documentaries I've watched said like that was, you know, he could do that because he was attracted, attractive and people were comfortable coming up to him. And that's how he kind of easily was able to get um, a lot of uh, victims. Know, victims, thank victims, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he was very intelligent. Uh, besides a lot of Scorpio in his chart, he does have a fair amount of Sagittarius as well. Yeah, you can almost... In fact, almost, it's a double stellium almost, it is. you know. Yeah. And so that's generally people that are very smart, but niche very s- go deep in particular area. And sometimes... Um, of course, they can make great teachers or counselors. And, uh, you know, he did work. He volunteered at a suicide hotline. So, I mean, he wasn't like a, you know, he did have his redeeming moments, put it that way. Mm-hmm. He went to law school. He was very active politically. But that law school and that politics would be that that stellium that we're seeing in Sagittarius. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So he's got that, and that whole stellium that we're talking about, it's squared by Pluto and Saturn, which that, it brings the intensity. That's Pluto, Saturn um, together in a chart oftentimes represents a revolutionary, someone who wants to tear down the system, replace it. Yeah. You know, and that would make sense. That would probably describe why he was interested in politics. Right. You know, let's get this candidate in and they'll clean up, they'll make some changes, things of that nature. Yeah. But uh, his, the weird, the scary, the ugly part yeah. about his, I think, is he's got Mercury at 24 degrees of Scorpio. And uh, if you know, again, enough astrology, you'll know we always look at 25, we'll look at that next degree over. And that is that whole energy about the throat. Mm-hmm. It's uh, in ancient ancient mythology it's about decapitation beheading yeah. beheading losing your head um, and it's on the angle on which the makes angle. it even stronger and uh, um i think it was notated it was yeah so, so disgusting I know. that that was something that he did he decapitated some of his victims at least a dozen of them yeah and then he kept their heads oh really he kept their heads oh, that's the, that's the crazy part yeah. But that is that is where, and again, I do like to look at mythology when mm-hmm. I look at a chart. I do rely on stories that have been handed down to us, where they originated, and we're not exactly sure, but there's a whole mythology about uh, Al Gaul, yep. the 25th degree of Scorpio, and this idea of concerns about the neck. 
Yeah, so if like a client is just transiting through this energy, yes. I might we, we might say something like, oh, you might be more prone to um, having laryngitis right now or right. COVID because that's kind of key right now. Um, or you might be doing dental work or maybe you're going to have a, a mole looked at on your neck that it puts a big focus between the jawline and the collarbone. Mm-hmm. Or on a a more uh, interactional social level, they might be around someone who doesn't allow them to speak. Yeah. Cuts them off. Or someone they're afraid to speak, say anything in front of. So they just kind of tense up and, you know, scurry around and don't open their mouths because they're afraid. There's issues about the neck. When clients go through that, I tell them not to wear like turtlenecks, Mm -hmm. not to wear scarves, not to wear chokers to keep that chakra open. Yeah, that's great advice. So again, if we just saw that in someone's chart, we would never say something like, oh, are you fascinated (laughs) with neck or are you, you know, dissembling people? Oh, I've heard, I I think I have been guilty. When someone shows some interest in the topic, I'll say, well, you know, it could even be from a previous lifetime. Yeah, I agree. It could have been an injury to the neck or something and you're just very sensitive about that. Because some people say, oh, I can't stand wearing turtlenecks, you know. Right. And I oftentimes look at their chart. If that, you know, odd conversation pops up to see, oh, do they have that in their chart? Because that would make sense why you'd be sensitive about what's going on. And I like your cure about wearing something around the neck like turquoise or something like that. Not tight, of course. Right. But loose. Yeah. One other thing, I don't think we talked about Ted's son yet. He is a Sagittarius son. Yeah, that that's This is such a me. fun degree that we like talking uh, about. Uh, so <laughs> We call that the Santa Claus degree. We do. You know, that's two degrees of Sagittarius. And I've always, who doesn't like Santa Claus, right? I know, right, right. But there's a whole side to that degree, which I have used before about this idea of, you know, unexpected absences, like... You have to cover your tracks. Yeah. Like, uh, where were you last night? Oh, yeah, I was at the movies. You know, have to really quickly come up with where were you at to cover your story. You have to be vague. You have to be vague vague because you can't be open about how you got that gift or... Who gave it to you. If there was an affair, okay, oh, I I was at drinks with my friends, not out at dinner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's a big one for making up excuses, knowing how to um, kind of... Soothe. makeup socially it has some it gives some social abilities to carry on a smooth conversation even when the questions can be kind of pointed or people can be suspicious about who you are but now i'm gonna to be honest i learned you know <laughs> that one i'm going to keep my eyes open more for because yeah. it's not all the fun and games of receiving presents from right. who knows who <laughs> surprise uh you know gifts from a boyfriend that you don't want anyone to know about exactly. you know, things of that nature yeah Okay, I think that wraps up our talk today on um, the five serial killers that we had. So uh, we hope that this got you in the holiday mood. Yes. The Halloween mood, I should say. Yes, exactly. And uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.